Andrea Land on my podcast, Grooving Goddess. There is a Patreon, the Xanadu Patreon. There are five, ten, and twenty dollar tiers, along with a mentorship level at forty dollars, which gives you a special one on one workshop every month, a group class, and then one on one attention with me. So if you're interested in any of that, you can find that on Patreon slash Grooving Goddess. You will have to do it from a browser because I have it 18 plus so I don't have to watch my mouth or worry about talking about sex. Then I also provide a number of services and sessions available and I thought I would let you know a little bit about what those are. You can book those through my booking app in my link tree. I say my booking app because I'm about to overhaul that and change it. But either way, you can go now and book an appointment if you like. I do animal communication. And during this, I provide you with a recorded communication through the animal realm with your furry feathered or scaly friend. And I give you whatever they give me and address any concerns that you bring up with me before the appointment. I provide an animal realm journey where I take you to visit the animal realm and give you your own experience of that and what that is like for me. And they have been really a ton of fun with people. People seem to love those. My consciousness anchoring process is about uh, learning how to expand out your energy, feel your true size of your energy body, and then bring all of that energy back into your physical body so that you can be fully embodied and then there is a consciousness attunement which most people wind up coming back for after about six months the consciousness anchoring unlocks quite a bit of intuitive abilities and awareness and perception and then they usually want to come back and go further and in this session we go to your origin point and bring that information back with you as well. I have a discovery call you can book, which is if you want to talk to me about anything, find out what session you might want to have, you can go ahead and schedule that and that is free. I have a Gaia session where we connect with Mother Gaia and I provide a safe space for you to unload whatever you need to unload and help you process that and get that healing mama bear hug. There is also a journey into Gaia where I go to other realms within Earth herself because believe it or not, we're not the only game in town. I do magic manifestation, which is about teaching you how to utilize your own sensual power to manifest what you're looking for. Uh, what you're wishing to bring into your life, attract what you're desiring. Then I do grief mediumship, 
I really don't make this a focus of my practice, but if someone has just lost someone, it can be very helpful to have a person who is able to be an intermediary and give you some comfort in your grief. Then my card readings, I have a Shaman Shields reading. There is my soul action plan that I designed where I use multiple decks. There's my Syncretic Oracle reading, which uses specifically the Syncretic Oracle deck. And then I also have a Timeline Pivot reading. And what we do there is very specific timeline alignment for you to what you're desiring. And then lastly, I am also an academic tutor and voice teacher. I do individual and group lessons, and you can check that out as well. There is a discount for buying a block of 10 in advance. I love giving the voice lessons and working with my voice clients. It is one of the most fun things I do. So you can find that at my link tree at Grooving Goddess and in the notes of the show. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you. Thank you for booking a session. Welcome back, Galactic Groovers. I'm your Grooving Goddess, Andrea Land. And our Patreon is the Xanadu Patreon. So come join us in Xanadu, hang out, learn about space weather, multidimensional consciousness expansion, and all things metaphysical. I am a practicing intuitive, and you'll hear an ad later in the episode about that, about that but learn how to book a session with me, and come on and have some fun with us in the Patreon. There are weekly lives. At any rate, this episode is about new rules, no manual. Kind of like new you, new year. So each time we go through a big period of mass awakening and rapid expansion, a lot of people call that the quickening. I do because that's what it feels like in your body as you become aware of the energy that flows through your body and your energy systems, you notice when there's more energy pouring into you. How rude of my phone to ring when I'm flapping my gums. So where was I? Let's see. Oh yeah. So uh, every quickening that we have, new people who are just going about their regular lives not aware of anything beyond maybe their their religious faith or lack thereof or whatever they might believe, but they're not thinking about aliens and being able to hear planets and uh, galactic heritage and uh, multiverses, <laughs> parallel timelines, timeline merges, timeline pivots, timeline shifts inner dimensions as well as outer dimensions. So they're basically not aware that they have any other abilities beyond the five senses they have heard about. And then all of a sudden they start having the experience of awakening. A lot of people 
just start having a lot of synchronicities or they think they hear someone say something and the person didn't say anything to them, but they were hearing what they were thinking is what they were hearing or vice versa. Sometimes you will think you have spoken, but no word came out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, just little things like that. Coincidences with people thinking of someone having them call you. Those are all those beginning phases of awakening that most of you who are listening to this have probably already been through. But as that's happening, the rest of us who have been on this awareness of expansion and evolving human consciousness in real time, we also have changes. It's kind of like every time going through a weird puberty but the crystalline DNA activation that happens during these solar storms and Schumann resonance uh, shifts and then also eclipse windows. And there, if you ever wanted a reason to think that astrology is beneficial and makes sense, uh, start paying attention to how you feel during all of the different astronomical events that happen besides the full moon. At any rate, you're having crystalline DNA activation, and this is goes along with the crystalline grid, which you may have heard of before. The DNA, our, our, our actual cellular structure, is being changed, and as that happens, our avatar, if you want to call it, also goes through changes and sometimes these can be really dramatic like there was a an eclipse <laughs> a couple of years ago I'm hoping for another one of those gotta stay young I don't want to have to put a painting painting in my attic um not that becoming old is bad you know what I mean like I'm I'm all down for being whatever age I am but uh if I can stay youthful without doing anything to myself, that would be a great bonus as well. Just mostly just vibrant, healthy. That's what I'm after here. Not looking like I'm 22 forever. So as your body goes through this process, it can be physical things like waking up with firmer, younger looking skin, or it can be more subtle things like your not only your tastes in food but the way your body responds to food can change and I want to make it really clear going in that I practice intuitive eating I am a big uh what would it be I'm very opposed to all diet culture it forces people into thinking that there's one way of doing anything and that everybody's all the same. And none of that is true. And it also causes more problems than it fixes and can lead to eating disorders or disordered eating. So the kind of changes I'm talking about are where uh, you could eat a certain thing and now all of a sudden you can't. And then sometimes something that you thought you couldn't eat, now all of a sudden you can. And there's no judgment on, I, I don't demonize any particular foods, but 
uh, I just kind of feel like a spectrum of everything, including what some might demonize or call junk food, is uh, the best way to nourish ourselves and have the full experience of life. In some ways, calories are calories, but some are more nutrient dense. At any rate, these changes, you know, it's, it's not, there is no, here's what you need to understand. Because I could see where it would be very distressing for someone who is a vegetarian or a vegan to suddenly have an avatar that needs red meat or some kind of animal uh, proteins that they do not want to consume for dietary and and or moral reasons. And likewise, it can be really frustrating to be a carnivore, more of an omnivore, or, uh, you know, there could be all sorts of ways that you have become accustomed to eating that suddenly do not work anymore, and you kind of have to experiment and do a little self-health coaching. I'm a certified holistic health coach that never practiced because the wellness industry is well. Uh, I would call it the unwellness industry. <laughs> the unwellness industry pushes a lot of stuff and generalities that does not help people because it is a very individual process. But if you health coach yourself a little bit, you can figure out, oh, okay, so right now my body wants more bland foods, more uh, complex carbs and fruit, or wants more proteins and vegetables, or right now uh, we just want to be on a juice fast. I mean, that's the thing is lots of things work for lots of different people. So it can be a process to figure out what works for you. Uh, the best thing to do is rather than make a bunch of radical changes, uh, you can figure out pretty quickly, just eat what you're normally eating. And if you go, obviously taste is the first thing. If you go to eat something you would normally eat for breakfast, let's say, and you're just like, ugh, I just, I can't, I don't even want that. And I know some of you do, do not have breakfast and right now you're just disgusted anyway, because who would want to eat that time of day? <laughs> I'm that way sometimes, but that's one of the things that happened for me is that now suddenly I wake up starving and I am so hungry in the morning. I have to eat something, but it could also be that you, you need more spicy things. So just try to eat what you normally eat and then pay attention to what you suddenly don't want to eat. And then other things, and then, then you're like, huh, that's weird. I just really want oatmeal and blueberries <laughs> or whatever it might be. Uh, allow yourself to be a little more experimental with what you're eating so that you can figure out what works best for you as your body is continuing to go through these processes of change. And I was just realizing, holy moly, if we, the difference between last month's solar storm and this month's solar storm is that 
last month we had the Schumann activation at the same time. So I think that's when we get the really big uh, overhaul. And then the rest of the regular solar storms that we're going to be getting will be more like um, refining that and kind of like improving what's been downloaded, you know, optimizing the installation, if it were. You may find that your sleep is different. You may find that you're suddenly a morning person or suddenly a night owl or, or whatnot. So give yourself some grace and try to pay attention. Maybe keep a journal for yourself, even if it's a note uh, on your phone that you add little notes to and like, oh, okay, well, I don't seem, I, this seems to be okay, but I don't like the, the red onions on it anymore or, um, whatever isn't quite to your liking or makes you feel good after you eat it. That's the other thing. Once you've consumed something and this goes for beverages too, you may find that you, that's another thing. I'm drinking way less coffee. I didn't drink a lot of coffee before. I would just have one, maybe one and a half cups in the morning. And that was it because otherwise I'm up all night. And suddenly I'm just kind of, I mean, I still love it, but I'm just not like in love with it. Like I was, and I've been wanting tea and herbal tea and stuff like that more and noticing that I just, don't really need um, that coffee bump in the morning, I guess, um, that I feel like I used to need. You may find that, and I'm not talking about psych meds right now, although that is possible too, but please, if it is any sort of a psych med, don't just go off of it without talking to your doctor or, or learning if you need to titrate down or, or, you know, how to get off that medication, if that's what you feel like you need to do. But you may find that you may need less or more of medications or supplements. It, it, it's really endless, to be honest. You may find that noises that used to bother you suddenly don't or vice versa. Um, it can really feel like Freaky Friday in your own body. <laughs> <laughs> because you're going, who am I today? And it doesn't stop there. This applies to your thoughts, feelings, um, um, interactions with others, your relationships. Everything is impacted because you're being overhauled at a cellular level. So this is going to yield some different results. Uh, and if you keep trying to, you know, it would be like if you bought a new, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy here. Like if you bought a new phone and we're trying to run it with a 2005 operating system, <laughs> it's not going to go very well. <laughs> so, um, you really can't go against what your body wants to do and what it needs, what your new avatar needs, because it's not even just about your biology at this point. 
it's also about your energy systems. And, and when I say energy systems, I'm talking about your energy fields, your aura, your toroidal uh, sphere that you're in, the um, energy systems within the body, the chakra system, the meridians, all of that as well. The, the electrical activity in our brains. So I think as our, our development changes, our needs change. And, th and that doesn't make any one thing superior to another. I just keep on reiterating that. Uh, it's going to become less and less true that one thing applies to everybody or that popular cure-alls take off so much because people are getting a much better body awareness that helps eliminate some of the things they turn to um dis you know not proven supplements or uh nutritional plans etc that you know may not work like for a while and, and yes there are people who do need to eat gluten-free and there are people who really do have celiac and really are gluten intolerant and and all of that um but for a while there that was the thing that was the cause of everything and everybody gets on that bandwagon for a while and then enough people find out okay well that wasn't the thing <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing comes up and I, I think probably like right now it's probably gut health I would say and but that truly is really important though um a little bit of gut health goes a long way <laughs> towards feeling better in general and having less difficulties with your body it does so much for more than anybody realizes So with your thoughts and feelings changing, you may find that you need to reevaluate how you communicate and what feels right. Have you taught or allowed others to... I don't want to say treat you, but to behave towards you in a way that is making you know is hurtful and you're you've been allowing it for whatever reason I am terrible about that truly terrible I think most people can relate to whether you're codependent had a lifetime of people pleasing um, a perfectionist raised by a narcissistic parent all of those things can help contribute to difficulty expressing to other people that something they are doing is hurting you on a regular basis. And um, anyway, so you may find that things that you liked or, or people that behaved in certain ways that you tolerated you now no longer can and so you have to figure out what needs to change in your communication style and in the way you present yourself to the world 
so that those things are just not allowed and don't wind up in your sphere, aren't part of your daily existence. And that can be very challenging. Um, but just know if all these things are happening that you're definitely not, um, you know, it's not all in your head. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You're not imagining things and there's nothing wrong with you. It is a normal part of this phase of expansion. And some, I call it expansion. Some people call it ascension. Some people talk about going from 3D to 5D, but part of the reason I call it multidimensional expansion is because that's how it feels for me, and that's what happened to me. And I, and I know it's uh, happened to other people this way as well. I really think it's best to stick with, in my experience, with most things. Because just like our avatars are all different, our nutritional needs are different, our feelings are different, our perception of reality is different, uh, our experience of consciousness expansion is probably also different. So for me, and for a lot of people who come work with me, because I think we just tend to get drawn to the people who are most likely going to be able to assist us, going to understand us, because what they're saying resonates with us. Um, so, for me, what that experience was, was like having, instead of having the experience of, now I'm in my body, I am wholly in my body. I am not out in the ethers in any way. I have some intuition and ESP and all of that. And I'm psychic, but I don't feel like any part of me is anywhere else. At least the me that is here having this human experience. I don't feel like any part of me is not here right now. Uh, so... When I went through my multidimensional expansion in 2020, what it felt like was, if you can imagine, let's see, I'm thinking, I'm looking for images. Um, like imagine a wheel with spokes and you're the center of the wheel. And so people talk about the different dimensions and the 12 dimensions and there's, there's actually way more than that. But I, I, the outer dimensions and the, the inner dimensions. And what I mean by that is just as it grows exponentially larger in number, it grows exponentially sub number. So like there's, there's interdimensions that are in between the dimensions. Wow, that went off on a tangent, and now some of you are going, huh? Possibly. Um, maybe I'll try to get into that structure another time. But the, the point is, is that you, as the center of this wheel, so what happened to me is, instead of like, oh, I've, I've 
increased my frequency of this 5D energy or, or whatnot. Because I've been holding, and this isn't like, you know, oh, humble brag. It's not like that. It's not a hierarchical thing. We all come in with different frequencies uh, that are needed here. And a lot of us come here already with that 7D unconditional love frequency. Because that's part of what we're here to do, is to exhibit that, live that, emit that, learn to feel that, learn to give that. And so I was always aware of that. But then all of a sudden, it was like I could feel... Like the, the, the outer edge of my wheel just seemed to go on forever. And so it was like, instead of being in my body or in the astral, like when I was asleep and dreaming or when I would consciously be uh, tra traveling, expanding out my energy, um, it felt like I was everywhere, <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, it, it felt like that it, and that's what it still feels like only now getting close to three years later, I have learned how it's gone in stages of development and growth. And I have learned how to fully embody myself while having an awareness of all of those far reaching dimensions um, all simultaneously so that I never feel like I've left my body. I am always anchored within my body. That's what my whole consciousness anchoring thing is about. But I am able to expand out that energy so that I can connect to galaxies far, far away. And that's what I do in a lot of my journeys. So the, the experience of that at first was very unsettling and just felt like way too freaking much. The world suddenly got way too loud, way too scary, <laughs> way too sad. You know, it was, it was kind of intense going through that um, towards the end of 2020. Uh, when, you know, things were rough then for everybody. So I was really just like a big raw nerve. So I wanted to share all of this to help you realize that there may be a lot of recalibration going on with your physical body and with your mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies of this human experience that you should probably give yourself another's grace because everybody else is doing it as well even those that are not awakened or aware of it they are impacted by this uh, the changes in those cases are just things that seem more mundane or every day you know it'll be like huh that's interesting my uh, husband of 30 years has suddenly decided he wants to take 
dance classes with me, and he's never danced a day in his life. Just <laughs> Although I guess a lot of people might say in that case that it could be uh, a walk-in. A walk-in, for anybody who's new, is when someone steps in and finishes out the life of another person. This is with agreement. It's not some sort of a hostile takeover invasion of the body snatchers. Uh, it can be a combination of things. Sometimes it's because they don't want to finish out that part of their life. They don't need to l learn those lessons. They're done. Um, some of it is because it's going to be rough and they don't want to be there for it. But that's not true for every walk-in necessarily. Usually the other soul wants to leave for whatever reason and somebody else is like, uh, how would I, how would you put that? Like they're, they're in the, um, extra juror pool. <laughs> they're like the, the next person in line to get called up who's wanting to come down to earth. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can add to this piece of expansion, awakening, ascension. I really dislike the word ascension because it implies hierarchy. And there is a lot about New Age spirituality and appropriated spirituality that is very hierarchical and likes to tell you on one hand that we're all, you know, oneness and we're all one. But then at the same time that if you're not doing X, Y, Z, you're not as high vibe as this other group over here. And my way is the only way to enlightenment, that sort of thing. When you start hearing those things, that's when you should look for other sources <laughs> because most of the people that I've found that are worth listening to recognize that this is a very individual process and it can be different for everyone and that there is no hierarchy about it. Being awake or aware or expanded, that doesn't make you better than anybody who isn't because we're all here flesh and blood having the same experience it's just a matter of which experience we've chosen to have so in the meantime if you've been on this journey a long time and you're going through a little recalibration you may have noticed that by this point it's starting to get nice and peaceful really there's Things that come up and instead of it being the big dramatic tower moments everyone talks about where, you know, you're losing your job or other really difficult circumstances befall your life kind of all at the same time, it feels like, um, it becomes more peaceful than that. And that's when you become... The, the mentor, because 
or or maybe not if you're not comfortable with the word mentor maybe we'll just say like uh oh gosh i'm trying to think of the right word but like you know they always assign you a buddy on the first day of school we become that <laughs> we become the first day of school buddy who is putting out that frequency and is going to notice if someone is suddenly using more language similar to signs of awakening or if somebody gets excited about number syncs or whatnot and let them come to you but they will people that you do not expect at all will start coming to you and asking you about any number of things just energy anything metaphysical um tarot oracle cards uh, magic they become in, interested in uh energy healing those types of things and they will come to you to talk about it because they can sense that you're someone that they're safe to talk to about that with so that's where you start becoming the the mentor in that sense because you're able to go yeah i went through that too and here's how it affects my life now and what i experience now and uh it it really can deepen relationships because you have something more in common with that person now and it gives that other person maybe what you didn't have when you were first going through that yourself, which is a real life person to talk to about it. Um, most of us who did all this kind of personal work before now, it was mostly through through books and those kinds of resources or the occasional psychic fair or holistic health fair, those kinds of things where you might find resources. And if you were lucky, you might make a friend, but it was less likely that you would have, unless you lived in California, <laughs> um, it's a lot less likely that you, you would have had more people in your data day-to-day -day life that you could talk to this stuff about and probably just kept most of it to yourself. I know I did to a good degree. So enjoy your new body, your body and you. And I'll leave you with a reminder from the dolphins that orgasms are good for you. That can be very helpful while you are going through the quickening it can help you to discharge and also focus some of that energy. I do that with intention and decide what I'm using that energy for. And that can be very good for you as well in many ways. So keep all of that in mind and give yourself another's grace. And I'll be back again soon with a little a change of direction for a while. I have been asked by clients who have been through assault or domestic homicide situations to 
address that and to share some of their stories because they want other people to know they're not alone. And usually if that happens to me, it is happening for a reason. And I have a lot of personal experience with that. And also true crime as an entertainment source uh, as a whole. So it's part of why I avoid talking about these things at all. But apparently I am being asked by the universe to talk about some of them. And in the process of doing so, I will also be on my soapbox about why if we want a less violent society, we need to be less obsessed with true crime and serial killers. <laughs> I mean, it kind of seems like an obvious choice <laughs> when you say it out loud. Oh my goodness. Anyway, welcome to season five of Brooding Bitchy Goddess. Uh, so I hope you all have a great week and hopefully I will, I, I think I may be doing this. I think I may be recording these shorter episodes and just putting them out more often because I often have these pieces, although as I dip into those other topics, those may need longer episodes, but I think I'll save the longer episodes for guests, which I'm going to be recording guests for the podcast soon. I was getting everything lined up for the other podcast collaboration, Meow, M-E-O-W-W -W on YouTube. So have a great week. I hope you have a happy uh, V-Day, however it is you celebrate that or don't celebrate it. Um, I like to call the 15th Half Price Candy Day. Uh, <laughs> and I will talk to you soon. Cats and kittens, let me tell you about Meow Podcast on YouTube. This is our collaboration between myself, Andrea Land, Grooving Goddess, and Serafina of Fraggle Ing with Serafina. It's hard to believe that we have been doing Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, -W, on YouTube for almost a year now. Watch for a lot of exciting upcoming events this year. We host a global panel discussion and healing conversations about topics including metaphysical, sociopolitical, health, really all about aspects of human and non-human life. So come join us on Meow Podcast. Please like, subscribe, hit that alarm button so that you get notifications of our episodes when they drop. We have many guests from Grooving Goddess and also from Fraggling with Serafina, as well as entirely different guests that you're not going to get on other podcasts. So come listen, watch, and enjoy Meow Podcast today. You can also find and follow our page on Instagram, the Meow Podcast, and send us a DM if you would like to be on the show, or you have any questions or comments, or just want to say howdy. So come on down and start your stuff with us cats and kittens in these healing conversations. Meow Podcast. It's not a vibe. It's a frequency.
As always, divine timing enters the scene and puts things in my face in the exact order they need to happen so that I can fully complete a project I'm working on. I'm getting in the habit of recording things as I feel moved to, and that way I can come back later and either add things or have some episodes in the can to release when I'm busy with other things or have other stuff going on. So it has come to my attention and it's very exciting to me and I think it's awesome that a lot of people who have gone through these most recent activations with the sun and the Schumann resonance are starting to experience some things they haven't had before. Uh, one of those is bilocation. And bilocation is consciously being awake in your body, going about your day. Sometimes it's in meditation, but once you become more adept at it and it feels more natural to you, you can do it while you're doing the dishes, the laundry, <laughs> your job at work. Uh, it becomes normal. And as I was reminded of this, I had also just Wednesday after a guest that we had on Meow Podcast, which drops uh, tomorrow. I'm putting this out today, Friday the 17th, and the Meow Podcast episode will be out on the 18th with uh, a new friend of mine named K-Key or Knowledge. Knowledge is, knowledge is Key. And we spoke to him on Meow Podcast. Um, he's actually the cousin of my drum roll, please, fully functional and wonderful boyfriend. Um, it only took several hundred men <laughs> for him to find me on an astrology app, which, by the way, it's an astrology dating app. It's spelled N-U-I-T. I highly suggest if you are a dating person and you've been frustrated in that arena like most people Checking that out because there were way less fake profiles, uh, creeps, all of that. A lot more genuine, um, more conscious folks. So uh, throwing that out there. But at any rate, we interviewed, not interviewed, we, we chatted with uh, my future <laughs> cousin. And he wanted some more information about me, etc. So anyway... I had looked up an older episode, the one where I first got the download, as people like to call it, about my full sense of self, my consciousness, some of the experiences that I have had in my different expressions of consciousness, and what I am presently embodying. So in that process, I talk in that episode about bilocation. So I will put that in the notes of this episode, but I just wanted to throw on here for everybody that when I talk about bilocation, initially it is the experience of usually being somewhere that's more of an astral plane, uh, 
Some, you know, talk to the Council of Nine. Some are with the Galactic Federation. Some are with Ashtar Commands. There are many different versions of this experience that is unique to you. Uh, but those are more other dimensional experiences. But there is also, once you become more adept at that experience of being consciously awake and having your consciousness aware of and into places at once. Uh, you will start doing it in your everyday regular life. So as an example, what I mean by that, my wonderful boyfriend is it, where it's a long distance relationship for now, but he'll be here soon enough. And then I'll probably be really annoying you with a lot of boyfriend talk because he's a wonderful man <laughs> and has many, many talents. Uh, but I can be here talking to you and part of my consciousness, and this is more than remote viewing or being psychically linked with someone. This is a visceral sensory experience where I'm here talking to you, but I'm also with him in the passenger seat of his car, as it were, driving down the road, feeling the road, feeling the motion of the car, hearing the sounds, smelling the smells. Um, so, you know, seeing the sights. And at the same time, I could also be uh, visiting my son at school. And it's not like I'm going around spying on all these people. It's, it's the connection that I have with them. And it's sort of like uh, when they think about me, um, I, <laughs> I guess I'm a genie now. I'm getting summoned. You know what I mean? Um, but, but these are loving exchanges and this experience also happens with, with clients and, uh, whatnot and other friends. So you have a lot to look forward to as these things start coming into your experience of being human. When you get to this point on the path of awakening, I know sometimes we're like, why can't it happen all at once? And part of that is if you think of us like a computer, they evolve, right? Even computers evolve. There's new versions every year or two, or like phones, there's new versions every year or two. And every time there are, then there's calibrations and there's uh, patches that are put out in the operating systems. And so we're much the same on this ascension pathway in that we must keep being uh, optimized, recalibrated as these new features <laughs> are added to our human avatars and to our consciousness. So, or I should say having access to those things, because they're always there. Everyone has them. It's a matter of, uh, as Serafina said in our most re recent episode of Meow, uh, there are traits that people have where someone might be more psychic or more of a clairvoyant or more of a, a medium or... And then there are skills, which are also all those things as well, but those are skills that you can learn. So the combination of these require 
frequent and it's going to be frequent peeps i'm telling you it's going to be frequent because i think the solar activity that we've had the last couple months might be the new normal for a while where the background level is pretty high so we're constantly getting that activation juice and then we will have these more frequent storms like we've had and those storms are where you really get these jumps of activation of frequencies abilities cellular changes all of those things that I've already talked about plenty I feel like I'm rambling uh, but anyway when you get to this place in the journey in the path of ascension and I'm speaking from someone who has done these things before you not because i'm some kind of genius or prodigy or whatever it's just first of all i'm older than most of you that listen i think but also it is because part of my role part of my mission everyone likes to talk about their mission or figure out what they're here to do i'm supposed to experience these things in advance record them study them, understand them, so that when large, 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 exponentially large number of people start experiencing it, I have resources to point them towards. So I will share the link to that old episode. It was episode number 79. And that might give you some background or insight into how you might be feeling now and what you might be starting to experience if you were at that place on your awakening journey. And the other good news is that that was the pivotal swing for me. Once I went through that phase, then everything got easier and easier. And I started to truly have peace that came from within and had nothing to do with anything external and I started to experience the world in a much more peaceful and joyful state where even in really difficult circumstances I'm still having the human experience I'm still having the sadness the grief the loss the anger all the full spectrum of things but the difference is, is that my peace is unshakable. It takes a whole lot to rattle that peace for me. Even when I'm, you know, very, very frustrated or fearful or worried about something, I always have that peace. And the more you get used to having that peace, the more you know how to nurture it, foster it, protect it, and also exist in that state regardless of what is happening in your external reality which I know sometimes can feel like isn't that spiritual bypassing no it's not because what I mean is you are fully able to be in contact with the parts of yourself that are in peace and perfectly aligned with the universe while also being in the human experiences and having the frustrating things come up. And you'll find that less and less do you get frustrated or in a state of not being able to maintain your peace. 
And then the funny part is, is once, once you get there, then your life becomes more peaceful and flows better. And you know how to work with your flow with the universe. And I want to emphasize over and over again, as so many of you are starting to go through this process, as I talked about in the beginning of this episode, that every single person is truly unique. Do we have a lot of similarities? Of course we do. But that doesn't change the fact that we're all going to have unique and individual experiences of awakening, of being human in this go around. All of it is very unique. So recognize as you're going through it that this isn't a, you don't want to be comparing yourself to others or trying to do exactly what others have done. Just allow yourself to be drawn to the information that will help you. I will throw in a codicil there that says, use your discernment with that. Part of the process of this is that you are presented with things that really aren't for you. And it's up to you to start to be better at figuring that out. Being better at looking at, uh, just as an example, an Instagram post where someone is kind of talking all the spiritual stuff that you're into, but there's just something that doesn't quite vibe with you, then that's not for you. And it's not going to be helpful. And I don't care if that person has a million followers. It's just not aligned with you. And that's okay. So I hope all of this information helps you after these two major, 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 major upgrades and allows you to have a little more mastery over your new avatar. I was talking with a client this week and one of the things that we both expressed, and so I wanted to add this in here as well because I don't think I talked about it when I started this four days ago, is that one of the things we've been experiencing is just saying no to things a lot. And there's so many things that we're realizing we need to say no to. And saying yes to the flow, the schedule, the job, the people, the activities, all of the things which are best for us and in our flow, which has nothing to do with anybody else. And oftentimes this means going against the grain with society because you are, although I will say, I mean, even in just mainstream society, the movement to break free from the capitalist system, which in my opinion is just a modern day version of feudalism and slavery, uh, more and more people are talking about this in the mainstream, but as that kicks in for you personally, you know, you're going to find that, and some of it is, uh, just allowing yourself not to be overscheduled. Boredom is good. 
pondering is an activity. And when I say pondering, I don't mean, you know, sometimes pondering is literally just staring off into space, not looking at your phone, not reading anything, just allowing everything that you've absorbed to process. So I hope all of this helps you and I will add this at the end. Uh, I am going to go back and listen through this, but I will add that episode 79 and that experience I had is where the consciousness anchoring service and process and journey that I do with clients came from. I, <laughs> this is so weird to say for anyone who's listening and new, uh, I am embodying the celestial consciousness of Nemesin, which is the mother of muses and daughter of Gaia. And, uh, part of that role is that I am the universal library. And when I say I am, I just mean that I hold that frequency. A lot of you may be thinking, oh, she's talking about Akashic Records. No, I'm not. That is a section of this library, but this library has everything, absolutely everything in this universe. Uh, there are other universes and they have their own librarians probably, but at any rate, during these consciousness anchorings, I help amplify your energy connecting with you through rose quartz crystal. I take you through a guided journey where we expand our energy to hug Gaia and visit with her and then expand out into space and allow you to experience your energy body in your Titan size your unlimited size where you get to decide how big or small you are. And in that process, we create a Taurus field around you. We go into the Nemesin library and you get your book of consciousness. That is for you and your highest self to work with. And what I have seen with people is that it unlocks so much for them, especially, uh, if you have difficulty accessing some of the gifts that you really feel like are there, you want to be there, but it's, it's, there's a block for some reason. So this seems to unlock a lot for people and, uh, push forward their expansion while also creating stability because after, we go out into space and do all of that. Then we bring all of that consciousness and uh, the unconditional love frequency that you're surrounded by and your, your book of consciousness and your Taurus uh, fully back into your body, into your inner universe so that you are fully embodied in human form. A lot of people refer to this state as ascended master because that's what we've been used to calling it. And we, we use 
words like ascension because it helped us understand the mechanics of it. But I no longer use that word because it is hierarchical. So I want to make it clear that having that state of full embodiment does not make you any better or worse than anybody else as a human. It's not a comparative thing. And just because someone isn't in that state does not mean they're any less than you are. But once you have that fully embodied state, that is what helps you maintain that peace in all of the circumstances. And it seems to help people really find their way. So if you are interested in that, if you mention that you heard about it on this podcast, I will give you a 50% discount right now. I'll probably do that through March. Uh, so you can go to my link tree and make an appointment. And it's, it's just over the phone. You don't have even have to be on camera because we'll both be lying down comfortable uh, I, I encourage people to lie down because it is, you feel the experience of this and it, it's quite powerful. So sitting up is difficult while you're doing it. So that's why we're lying down and we just, uh, you don't even have to do anything. I'm doing the talking. All you need to do is listen and let go and breathe. So much love to you. Let's hope it's a great weekend and everything's nice and chill and, uh, or warm, depending on where you are. It has been four degrees yesterday morning and eight degrees this morning here in Colorado. And then I have friends in the South and on the uh, East coast who are having weather in the seventies, quite a smorgasbord we're getting. I also did a little, the, the last episode I put out that was talking about the space weather workshop. So that recording is available for $5 if you want it so that you can track space weather yourself more easily, or, or you could join the Patreon for $5 and then you have access to that and everything else I've ever recorded. And good news, one of my patrons, when we both have space and energy for it, or, you know, when we have the time, uh, this is a person who loves to do spreadsheets. And so I want to create a library. <laughs> of course I do, right? I am the library, but Patreon has an annoying feature where you can't really catalog or index your posts in there very well. So she is going to go through that and put it into a spreadsheet where you can look up different categories of information and you'll be directed to the episodes, which will be most helpful for you and the Patreon recordings, which will be most helpful for you. So I'm looking forward to that and I just love you all so much and I'm feeling so hopeful. I know that sounds strange sometimes if you are very connected with external reality because the space weather and the activations all of this is destabilizing a lot of folks and it, the the solar weather itself just if we're looking from it from a purely physical material reality having nothing to do with metaphysics 
just the effects of the geomagnetic storms are enough to affect people's brains in a way that it makes them more aggressive, violent, uh, careless, accident prone, all of those sorts of things. So looking at the external reality <laughs> can sound like, what the hell are you hopeful about? But I am hopeful because the signs in all of you that have been on this path for a while is also helping the human collective. And we had a guest, I know I keep talking about Meow Podcast, but it's actually, his name is Tony and he's Seraphina's uncle, but he is one of the uh, directors of a, an international society for transcendental meditation. And he talked about the mathematical formula for how many of us need to be in this fully embodied state in order for things to profoundly change attitudes, you know, social norms, all of that. And it's a surprisingly small number. Uh, I think it's like, um, I'm trying to remember exactly, but something like the square root of 1% of the population of the world. And we are so close to that being a reality. And that will exponentially change things. So much love. We'll talk to you next time. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Serafina. And I'm Andrea. Welcome, Welcome to, to Conscious, Conscious Cronies, Cronies Podcast. We are creating a safe space for other Conscious Cronies where we'll share wellness tips that actually work. With our combined experience of health challenges, we will shine a light on ableism and discrimination. And we'll share our spiritual journeys as health-challenged mystics. It's hard enough to manage disabilities without having a layer of disapproval and isolation on top of it. Even spiritual communities have ingrained ableism and shame those with disabilities through toxic positivity. Our experience is discounted along with our knowledge. But we want to change all of that by sharing our hearts, laughter, and occasional tears with all of you. Join, Join us, us in changing, changing the world. world. I won't just survive Oh, you will see me thrive Can't write my story I'm beyond the archetype I won't just conform No matter how you shake my core Cause my roots, they Victory is in my veins I know it, I know it And I will not negotiate I'll fight it, I'll fight it I will transform When, when the fire's at my feet again And the vultures all start circling
victory is in your veins You know it, you know it And you will not negotiate Just fight it, just fight it And be transformed Cause when, when the fire's at my feet again And the vultures all start No.